amigos and amigas. This is your Valentine's Day episode, and I'm not going to lie. I definitely spent the first two minutes of like my check, check, one, two, one, two, um, singing Love in the Dark by Adele, and I was going to leave it. I was going to leave it for you guys just to give it like a little Valentine's Day vibe, even though Adele's album is like about sadness and heartbreak and transition and rebuild, <laughs> but, but you know, she's a little romancy, romancy. And, um, I, I, I'm not a singer. I am not a singer, but I am a dancer all day. So if you'd like to collab on dancing, ah, I am your girl. Um, but no, in all seriousness, um, don't you just love like deep, heavy music when you're not like in a crumbling relationship or like you're not in this like Ashanti and Ja Rule situation? Yeah, me too. Um, so also I'm like getting my Adele music vibes out of my system because Drake doesn't really like her. I know. Shocking. Um, but I also think he doesn't like her because I sing her music very loudly and I can do it all the time. Like I'll be putting the laundry in and I am belting it out or I'm in the shower and I'm belting it out. So I don't, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's Adele's fault. I think it's my fault because I just, the way I do it, but you know what? I will follow up and report back to the clan because yeah. Anyways, amigos and amigas, this is your promised Valentine's Day episode. Um, because one, it would be too long to do stories and you guys love tea time. So here's the tea and it's very hot and ooh, hot tea for Valentine's Day. Keep it spicy, romantic. Um, but I want you to, <laughs> I feel like this is about to be like 500 days of summer, which so funny. I used to really hate that movie when I believed in like Disneyland type of happily ever after love. And before I had done the self work, I watched that movie and it literally broke my heart. And I was like depressed for like three weeks. Um, and I was really angry at the actress who plays summer (laughs) guys. I woo. When I pick a team, I pick a team. Um, but I, I let, let's talk about that. I think subconsciously we all feel that way because growing up I was forced to watch novelas, which is soap operas, and you learn to hate these villains because you're like, oh, you just like know that they're like that in real life, right? But that just means that you're really a good actor or actress. So, and then in real life you're probably like the nicest person ever, but you played a bad person, so it's like yikes. Um, so yeah. So with that being said, this is your promised Valentine's Day episode that if you hear like noises, it's me like shuffling post-its around. And I would also like to preface the fact that I really, really hated Valentine's Day. I wish I still had access to my old, old, very first blog because I remember writing a post that said, (coughs) excuse me that said, I hate Valentine's Day and no, this isn't Taylor Swift's new single. Um, because that's a very Taylor Swifty thing to say, right? She's like very, uh, 
I don't want to say she's very controversial, but she knows how to get the people going. You know, she knows how to get a rise out of her people. And um, I, for a very long time, didn't like Valentine's Day. I liked Valentine's Day when I was in elementary school, when everybody was like, you know, cards for the class and... um. Sorry. And, and goodies and like all this stuff. And I was one of those girls who was very much like I picked the specific kind of Valentine cards I liked. And I also out of that pack, I was like, ooh, my best friend gets this one. My other friend gets this one. Like I was very thoughtful behind my planning of Valentine cards. And so when junior high started, and candy grams or flower grams were a thing. I absolutely hated it, right? Because then it was just that pressure of like, does someone like me? Is someone going to send me a flower gram or a candy gram, right? And one, two, <laughs> one, two. I also now today... I hate carnations. Actually, that's not true. I've like grown to like them now a little bit, but I, for a really long time, I hated carnations because when we were in junior high, the flower grams that were sent were different carnations. And then the four course, because if you didn't want to feel like shit even more, here we go. Um, I, and don't quote me on this because I don't remember anymore, but I remember it was like white carnations, pink carnations and red carnations. And then people came up with the stupid meanings for the colors. And I was like, Oh Lord. It was like, one was like, I love you. The other one was, I like you. And then the other one's like, I'm glad you're my friend or like, and then of course with the years, it was just different meanings, et cetera, et cetera. I, Dios mio. If like you wanted like self-doubt and insecurity to be blown up. You're welcome. And, you know, like those are your prime years where you're like, holy shit, am I doing this thing okay? Like, am I cute? Does anyone like me? Um, Am I dateable? And ugh, like this is like obviously very like TMI, but the boy that I liked and dated for a period of time in junior high um, actually is no longer with us, but he was just like so cute and the nicest and kindest, like junior high boyfriend a girl could ever have. And, oh, just my heart thinking about that. I know like you're, you weren't expecting me to share that, but I swear every time my mind goes into junior high, I think about that specific individual just because he's no longer with us. And I just, I don't know. It's a downer. Anyways, which then brings me to like my, as I got older again, I was just like really, really noticing like how Valentine's day is just like an opportunity for people to just really flex that they love somebody. And I just hated the pressure of it all. I remember just, uh, just how much pressure people put on themselves to do a really good job on one specific day. And I mean, I had boyfriends and romantic relationships and people that I like just casually dated. And one, 
my biggest thing is that I always knew this is how I would easily eliminate someone in my life or somebody that I was talking to or somebody that was I was casually dating is if I was dating or talking to you and at any point in time, specifically during Christmas time or Valentine's Day, and you bought me chocolate, it was immediately over because I hated chocolate or I hate chocolate. I just don't like it. I wouldn't say hate because that's mean. I don't like chocolate. So if you gave it to me, that means that you weren't a good listener or that means like you didn't bother to like inquire about my likes or my dislikes. And well, you were just like naturally eliminated. (laughs) And then that's another reason I did like Valentine's Day because a lot of people give chocolate. And so I was like, listen, this holiday is not for me because I don't like chocolate. I know you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, when your period happens, what do you do? I'm a hot Cheetos girl. I'm a hot Cheetos going lime. Don't worry about me. I'm doing great. Not needing chocolate has done wonders for my life. Um, my mom actually is like, ay, qué bueno que no te gusta el chocolate porque la cara la traes bien. Uh, which means very hard translation of like, well, good thing you don't like chocolate because then that means you have a clear face and I didn't have acne problems, which ha 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 jokes on her because I totally had like acne just like everybody else did in the world. So he he ha ha ha. But again, which brings me to like my older relationships, right? Like when I was in college and in high school and um, even after college, I, I had boyfriends who just like really wanted to flex on Valentine's Day and they really wanted to take me out to a really nice dinner and they really wanted to, they just like really wanted to like show me off and like, and I get it. I really, really did understand the concept that they just like wanted me to feel really special, but also feel like really good for them also about their flex and how they were able to treat me in this specific way on that specific day. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret that obviously came with time and like with me being able to evolve and like hindsight, see all of it is that subconsciously I just deep down, I knew that they didn't love me like I wanted them to love me. Like they just wanted me to accept the love that they had to offer. And I know you're going to be like, well, bitch, like, yeah, you better fucking take what they offer. No, but I mean that in a way where they didn't want to grow. They didn't want to see where I was coming from. They didn't want to work on themselves with me. They just wanted me to take who they were, how they had to offer it and when they had to offer it and just like take that kind of love. And so if they did this grand gesture on Valentine's Day and it was just like so beautiful and such a big deal, like for me it felt very, very fakey fake because... I knew damn well that the rest of the year they didn't treat me very good or that their love was very transactional or um, that in real life, they just weren't very nice to me. And I'm not even going to sit here and like talk shit about like my exes and no, no, it's not that because I, I honestly, 
I'm really grateful. Like I know that Ariana has a whole ass song about it. Like, thank you next. But I really am grateful for all of the past relationships I've ever had. Do I wish that I could like sit some of them in a room and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take full responsibility for how I act in that relationship. And I just want to say sorry. Like, absolutely. I would like totally do that. Just because like I'm in an evolved place where I'm like, listen, I can take an L when I can when I can call it. But also like those conversations aren't necessarily necessary because you know, like they not, they might not be in that space to be like, okay, I could take accountability too. Or like, who knows? They could even say like, yeah, that's right. You did some shit. Like, you know, so it really is just about growth. But again, like subconsciously, it was just about me knowing and recognizing like deep down in my heart and deep down in the pit of my stomach. Like I knew, I knew that they didn't like me and love me the way I wanted them to. So I always just like really hated Valentine's Day. And I remember like with my serious boyfriends, I remember saying like, no, it's okay. Like, let's just stay in, watch a movie. Like I'll make dinner or, or, or let's just do something small. And I remember like some of those boyfriends would get like upset or be like, why? Oh, I remember one boyfriend got mad at me because they, they thought I was like cheating and I had multiple people I was seeing at the time and they were like well why don't you want to go out like are you scared to be seen with me and I was like oh my god absolutely not I don't even have like my anxiety levels through the roof I wouldn't be able to like talk to one person more than one person and so it really did just boil down to that that's consciously like I just knew that I was accepting mediocre level love And so I just, I really hated Valentine's Day. And it was just about, because again, back then I didn't, I didn't trust myself enough. And I felt like I had to take people's crumbles because I didn't believe that I deserved really, really, really good love. The kind of love I, I wanted, right? And so, which then fast forward to like doing the self work and, and me really working on myself and me really pride, like, again, just really doing the self love, the self discovery, the self work, like all of that, which made me like really love myself and really have this like protection over who I am and the, the kind of things I wanted and the kind of things I deserved and even even in the way I would talk about it and it just like made me be in this daydream of like all the things that I was and I am and partnership and romantic relationships and all of the things and Drake and I met in the summer because oh my god we're so cheesy we really like that Calvin Harris song, like when I met you in the summer, because we met in the summer and then we fell in love and like as time progressed, which obviously that's the lines in the song. It's like as the leaves fell down, we fell in love as the leaves turned brown. There you go. Oh, my goodness. So cheesy cheese. And um, so I met Drake in the summer and I was still on my bullshit of I hated Valentine's Day and 
that first year when Drake and I were dating, it was the first of lots of like fun. It, it was an opportunity. It was really a space where I let myself have fun in a relationship because, um, I will be, again, this is a super, super transparent and vulnerable episode. Um, in relationships, I always worked really, really, really hard to make the other person happy. And I also want you to know that I used to really, really be that person who would shape shift into whatever people wanted me to be. I, yeah, I, and I call it chameleon syndrome and I, I would turn into whatever that boyfriend love interest wanted me to be so that it seemed like I was desirable and I was lovable. I was dateable and that I, I was worthy of being in a relationship, right? Because again, long-term, we all want that companionship. We all want, I mean, not everybody wants to get married, but everybody does want like companionship. Everybody wants a partnership. We're we're literally hardwired to believe that and to literally work that way. And so when I met Drake, okay, I had to take a quick pause because Drake called. And anyways, when I met Drake, again, my main focus, it wasn't even my focus at the time. It was just the way Drake was. And I really give credit to the fact that I spent so much time doing the self-work, really working on myself, what I wanted, what my desires were, who I wanted in a partnership. Because again, like things will be thrown at you kind of like little tests. And I discussed this in my group coaching program and the tests come and it's like, do you really want this? Or is it just a lesson that you're going to continue to learn until you master it? Because again, we're going to give you more of what you continue to like literally live in. And so when Drake came along, I did a really good job of trying to scare myself into not wanting that relationship because he was completely different. He was a package that was so different to me. Um, And again, like it's no secret Drake is white and I had never dated a white guy before. I, again, like culturally, what would we have in common? Um, he is also from the Midwest. That's another thing. Like, dude, I'm from like South Phoenix. I've always lived here my entire life. Drake has, you know, gone away for college. Drake has lived in different places. Like he has moved in his lifetime and in his childhood. Um, and the only things that we really had in common, like way in the beginning were just our mutual friends, right? Cause that's how we met. But my biggest thing with Drake was that like everything about him scared me but when we would spend time together Drake always let me be myself and he always told me out loud like I love that you're so real like he always complimented me about I love that you love yourself like I love that you know what you like and you're not gonna let anyone tell you what to do and you But again, because I had already had that foundational step of working on myself. And Drake out loud would compliment me and say like, that's the stuff I love about you the most. 
Because, guys, I have dated someone who has literally told me, like, you need to straighten your hair because the curls aren't working. <gasps> I know. Wild. And even though everything about Drake scared me, it's so interesting because my heart always said yes. Always, always, always. And in that relationship with Drake, I never, it was the first time I really, truly never had to overwork for anything. I wasn't like, oh my God, what's wrong? Are you happy? Are you okay? Like, you know that feeling you get when you like, and and this happens to women a lot where it's like, you know, it's the guy for you or I don't know, maybe some of you guys are with that person. But when you go to like a family function or like to a friend's thing, like you always have to sit with them and be like, are you doing okay? Do you want me to get you another drink? Like, because they can't like do it themselves or like have their own fun. You have to like help them entertain themselves. Yeah, no, with Drake, it was like the first time of fresh air that like I didn't have to do that for him in any environment. And guys, like I know they say like every family has a white guy. Like, guys, Drake is literally the white guy in my family. In like I feel like even our extended family, like. And I love that for us. I love that for him because he's so great. And. You know how in the beginning of this episode, like I, I knew subconsciously that like I was just accepting what other men had to offer. And it's crazy because I knew in my heart, I knew that his love was the kind of love I always wanted. Ooh, I did not know I was going to get emotional on this podcast, (laughs) but Yeah, like, and that's why I fell in love with Drake so fast. And dude, I used to talk so much shit about people where like, when you you know when you know. And I was like, that's a bunch of shit. But then it happened to me. That's what you get. (laughs) And it was the kind of love that I knew I always wanted and deserved. For real, for real. And so... When Valentine's Day came around, I tried to give Drake the same shit of like, I don't really want to do anything for Valentine's Day. And I like told and it was so funny because he he really tells me the story every year. And he's like, remember when you didn't want to do anything for Valentine's Day? (laughs) And I did. I went on my rant and I was like, I don't like Valentine's Day. We don't have to do anything. Let's just keep it small. Um, let's have dinner at home and watch a movie and just like really chill. And I like was harping, harping on about it for like three or four days. And Drake was like, okay. And then I think like from one day to the next, I can't tell you like when specifically, but one day to the next, I like booked a whole trip to Sedona for me and him. And I was like, Hey, I just want you to know, like for Valentine's day, I like, booked pink jeep tours and like dinner at this really nice restaurant and all of this stuff and of course guys I lived at home so it's like I couldn't tell my parents like Drake and I were going on this like overnight excursion so it was like a day excursion and sure enough we like went for the day and like drove back home which again (laughs) I'll, I'll get to that part later but I I'll never forget when I called Drake and I he was flying And, um, this was when he was flying cargo 
and he was, you know, like they're not always available. Like sometimes when you call, it goes to voicemail. And so I left him a voicemail and I was like, Hey, I just want you to know, like I booked this whole thing in Sedona and we're going to do like a pink Jeep tour and we're going to hike and then we're going to have dinner and then like, we'll just go back home and like all of this stuff. And he was like texting me. He's like, okay, girl who didn't like Valentine's day or who wanted to keep it super small. And I literally told him, I literally texted. I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like you like just broke my heart open and in a good way. And I just like, my heart is just bursting. And I like, and then I told him, I remember later on, on a call, I told him, I was like, honey, I, I literally don't recognize myself. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm kind of sick of myself that I'm being so sweet that I'm giving myself a toothache. Like this is disgusting. I don't recognize this version of me. And he, he literally just laughed and he was like, okay, well I'm down to do all the things you want to do, but like, okay, sure, whatever. And so interestingly enough, um, my parents had already been talking to Drake because they knew that we were getting pretty serious and my parents really liked Drake. Don't get me wrong. My dad was really scared also because obviously like culturally he, Drake is very different and he was just like, you know, I just, uh, my, for my dad, it's very much from like a race point where he's just like, I don't want it to ever. And he said this to both of us. He said, I just never want there to be a day Drake. And this was before we got married. He was like, I just don't want there to be a day Drake where someone says something racist to you or towards Sylvia in front of you and you flinch. Like it needs to be automatic that you're going to protect her or that you're going to protect your family because this is real life. Like it's not just like a, oh, uh, oh, they, they meant to say no. It is very real in our world and all of this. And again, I don't like that's another story for another time. But like, again, guys, Drake was so unexpected. He came in a pick package that I was not expecting. I I had never like he was just a gift that came in something that I was like, do I really want this? Does this come in my size? Like, are we sure? And I want you to know that like all of these things did come up like little tests, right? Like I said before of like. My, my parents showed concern. My friends showed concern. Not Sierra. Sierra's always like super go team Drake. As a matter of fact, like she's like the ringleader of everything that happened. But like I had friends who totally were like, are you sure? Like, like what? Like where is this for real? You know, and, and that's okay. That's okay. Because your homie should show concern. But at the end of the day, like when it's something good for you then that should take rank. And anyways, so my parents knew that it was getting kind of serious. Actually, they like knew it was getting more serious than I did because, and I can't quote this. Maybe Drake can come do a podcast episode one day. I, I don't know what happened, but my parents gave Drake their first ring. My parents gave Drake the first ring that my dad ever gave my mom to give to me for Valentine's day. And I think my parents did say something like you can do with this, whatever you want. And well, obviously like my parents were like, it's for Sylvia. 
but you can give it to her whenever you want. It would just be nice. But again, like the ball's completely in your court, etc. And Drake was like, no, this is beautiful. Thank you so much. Like blah, blah, blah. But I don't know the specifics of their conversation. And I just know that they gave them the ring and Drake surprised me with the ring like a and it for us it was a promise ring um at dinner and I recognized the ring because well obviously it's my mom's ring and it was very emotional and beautiful and I was like oh my gosh this is so nice and it was also like another confirmation that like my parents were down for Drake and so I was like wow And I think that that Valentine's Day kind of just like changed the game for me because we did a pink Jeep tour. We hiked Devil's Bridge and then we had dinner. I think it's called La Bourge. I can never say it. If you really want the info, just DM me. But it was this beautiful restaurant on a creek and it was just like literally so magical. We had it was like a three course meal and the creek was there and like it was just so peaceful and nice and and then again because it was a day trip because again I lived at home so I could not spend the night with boy um we had to drive home and guys when I tell you that we were exhausted and it was the, the dumbest idea that I planned all of those things in one day and drive back home to Phoenix it was a dumb idea and it was so funny because to this day Drake and I still laugh about that night about how we <laughs> we were literally falling asleep Drake was driving and we had the music on loud. We rolled the windows down. Obviously, it's kind of chilly still because it's February. And I was like clapping and like rapping to songs really loud just so we would stay awake because we were dying. And to this day, it is like our favorite memory. And Drake will always say, like, remember when you lost your shit on Valentine's Day? And yeah. Like it just took one person to break me and to be like, oh my gosh, I love you. Let's be super cute for Valentine's Day. And I like really wanted to share this story just because I know a lot of us can feel some type of way about specific days, about specific holidays, about specific traditions. But I want you to know too that especially when it comes to Valentine's Day, the key component is the way you think about yourself, is the way you love yourself. And again, I, because again, this is my journey. This is my story. The biggest game changer for me was that I was able to show up in that relationship with Drake as a whole ass person because I had done the self work. I knew myself enough and how I loved myself enough and all of these other things that I was able to be myself in that relationship. And for once, I wasn't just like doing what the other person wanted. And did I want to share the story because it's like super funny and so cheesy? Yes. But I also want you to know that like real romantic relationship and partnership is possible. And it's also possible not in a way where you're completely sacrificing or compromising yourself. No, it can happen in a way where you are 
genuinely yourself and that person who is choosing to work at a relationship with you wants all of you. And that's possible. And I want that for you. And I hope you want that for you too. But again, full transparency, it all started with the self work. But I just, again, I, so, and then um, years later down the road, we had a child and his birthday is February 7th and he was literally born on Super Bowl Sunday. And so now I am just a bucket of mush and I love February and Valentine everything because my son was born this month and I was like so cheesy with Drake on Valentine's Day and all the things. And so (laughs) I just hope that this super cheesy story serves as a reminder that you can be in any kind of relationship you want with yourself and with the person you decide gets to love all of you. And that you don't have to settle for what someone has to offer because that's just what it is. But it all started with the self-work. So again, if you feel called to be like, Sylvia is really fucking dropping down what I am picking up, let's work together. Um, My cohort is about to open, but I've been having clarity calls and people have already been signing up and I cap at 10 and I have some spots open for one-to-one. So my people, I hope that this episode gets you in a valentine mood. <laughs> I hope that you feel warm fuzzy. I hope that some of these stories like you can resonate with and maybe even with the carnations, ugh, maybe you kind of had to deal with the same thing, but uh, I just wanted to share that story. So as always, tu amiga Sylvia Brands encouraging you to live life a toda madre. I'll see you guys on Monday.